Hello, everybody. Was there a game that you really love, but just can't seem to get back into playing? Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 151. I'm your Kaiser, and with me right now are my friends and life partners, or should I say co-hosts, Nathan. <laughs> Hello there. And, oh, last but definitely not least, Tyler. Hello. Now, we have had a lot, there was a lot of games that we were just talking about earlier, right? Games that we just like, well, how we felt about them. Like mm-hmm. We love them to death. We mm-hmm. would play them to death. But no, not now. <laughs> yeah, we've already had that uh, discussion a few episodes back, actually, about um, the games that are guilty pleasure games, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so now it's time to get we... negative. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's take the opposite route. Take the games that we really love, but we just can't go back to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be it for like like side reasons, it's boring. We'll see. We'll see how where it takes us. We each all chosen two games each for this mm-hmm. uh, this discussion. I may have some ult- uh, some uh, honorable mentions here. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, I would blame you. I would not blame. Yeah, you. I yeah had a couple that was struggling to really say, but I had to choose. I really did have to narrow them, those two games down. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> it was your idea, so I think it was Kaiser should take the first first game. Yeah, yeah, Kaiser, no pressure. Oh yeah, now the first. Now I'm a big fan of a lot of RPGs, right? Particularly the Dragon Quest series. Now, as much as I love Dragon Quest Five, I cannot okay. really get back to playing Dragon Quest Nine. <laughs> huh. Ugh, oh dear. There. Now. Dragon Quest Nine, definitely one of the most fun on a gameplay standpoint. The most refined on the gameplay standpoint too. Kind of my issue, real with like the game, fundamentally, is that story wise, it's not as strong as the other series. Doesn't feel as connected. It's kind of it feels like you're doing side quests first before proceeding with the main quest. Ah, yeah. Oh, now when I say <laughs> I this, that feeling. think of it like how with Pokemon you have your eight gym leaders. Yeah, and then yeah, you go to the championship. It kind of presents you that order to go about things, right? How you would go? Oh, hey, so I just do this, do that. I get the TMs, the HMs. I can actually progress through the game. It feels a lot more natural, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because of how open Dragon Quest Nine is to a degree, uh, actually doing the main quest doesn't feel like you're playing the main quest. Huh. Hmm. I I'm not. I I'll say this. As much as I do love open world, I prefer there to be a more straightforward direction to a lot of RPGs. He's really, I'm not super big okay. on these really big sandboxes. Uh, if you look at something like, oh, Skyrim, and 
eventually Starfield or whatever it's called. <laughs> that yeah, the new one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is Dragon Quest Eleven not a big open world? It is it, not as open. Well, kind of the thing with Dragon Quest Eleven is that there's still it still has the sense of linear progression because uh, it's not super open compared to Dragon Quest uh, Nine, okay. where the like game pre- is pretty much all right. You get the ship, do whatever. Okay, is it? It's more like a. This might be a bad example, but like a Persona Five, where you can do as much stuff as you want, but you have one objective, and that's kind of the main thing you can do. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I actually I think it's a more fair comparison because of how oh, Persona Five actually handles itself. In terms of like the day system, yeah, I as much as I do enjoy uh, a lot of Persona games. Uh, five has like those issues too, right? Where it's where it's just progression is locked behind like days. It's just once it passes, it's like bam, which I think mm. is great for like linear progression. It how you manage your time, how you manage those days, right? And then you get to something like Dragon Quest Nine or those big open world RPGs or sandboxes like say breath of the wild old it's just that sense of direction kind of flies within hey i could do this but i could also do that and it's just kind of that information overload and that kind of that kind of just okay i just that's a lot for me to handle sometimes yeah no that makes sense this is actually very relatable to be honest with you um and you were all, you were actually right about Breath of the Wild, um, and I gotta say Tears of the Kingdom as well. I had, I had, even though I'm very enthusiastic about open world games, it does get very overwhelming in that sense. If you don't really have, if you don't build that structure yourself, um, it's very yeah. self reliant. It's very self reliant on the player to make that make the game feel linear. Otherwise, they're just running around like a headless chicken, and it just. There's just doesn't feel like there's a real end goal in that sense. Yeah, and it's also yeah. weird when you go into like a big open game with side quests stu- and stuff where like mm-hmm. you're playing a video game, but you're procrastinating in the video game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Xenoblade. That's a lot of JRPGs in general. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Sh- speaking of, speaking of which, oh. speaking of which perfect one of my uh choices here was actually the xenoblade chronicles trilogy you know what i honestly did not blame you oh my god i (laughs) absolutely love the narrative in this trilogy i don't know about x but i absolutely love the narrative the soundtrack you know the cutscenes everything about the xenoblade chronicles games Hmm. but i never really committed to playing any of them like I tried double to do double spinning edge, <laughs> double spinning edge. <laughs> I tried to do two, you know. I tried to do definitive edition. I didn't even get three. I didn't even have time to get three. Um, mm. I really want to go through them, but I hear that because they're big open worlds and there's a lot of procrastination and sidetracking and backtracking, and some side quests are timed as well, and a lot of grinding, and. This game's just taking hundreds of hours and to complete each. Yeah, I just never really 
I just never really took the time to play them. It's I don't know if it's because I'm not um I'm not I don't know if it's because I'm not patient or if it's just because I know it's going to be a massive commitment that I don't have time for. But ultimately as much as I praise this this these games as much as I really really want to play these I just can't. I just can't. Mhm. Like I yeah. I kind of I completely sympathize with you because like I feel like as soon as you go into like how long to beat.com and a game yeah. <laughs> breaks like the triple digits, it's just yeah. super daunting. Even yeah, if it's like the daunting. smoothest 100 hours of your life, that like mm-hmm. looking at, oh, this game's 100 hours long is just, it's like, it's like uh, very much puts me off to wanting to play it. Yeah. But it's surprising too, because most. Most people who get put off by Xenoblade typically say it's because of the mechanics. But to me, mm-hmm. I've already gotten a grasp of the mechanics. They're they're actually pretty fun to pretty fun to learn. And you know, I really love the combat system. But once again, back to the game's length. Jeez, that just takes hundreds of hours. It is a <laughs> lifetime commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Especially <laughs> since in terms of progression, you're going to have to do the side quest. Not because you have to, not because you want to, but if you really do want to get XP a little faster. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. Have to do side quests. <laughs> yeah. It's always so funny seeing games like Starfield, for example, almost being advertised as like the only game you're gonna need for the rest of your life. And <laughs> that's such an insane thing to me. Because that's like yeah. not even remotely what I want. <laughs> Me neither. I, I don't think fun, I want to have a good game, not a mediocre experience. All right. I feel you like mean, if it was mean... the best game of all time, I don't think I'd want to play it for the rest of my life. Yeah, look at speed. I mean, unless you're actively doing stuff for like mm. in the game in terms of like, hey, I want to do this, do that, or if you're really big in a community. Such as if you're a speedrunner, right? Yeah, it would make sense. It would make much more mm-hmm. sense. But... Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Or modder. Oh, yeah, true. Modding physics in like physics. <laughs> yep. That's. Yep. I mean, that's pretty much what makes uh, that what that's what makes uh, many Bethesda games last quite long. It's just it's the replay value of being able to create your own character, being able to mod it or speedrun it. There's just so many more opportunities there. Yeah. Being able to break the game wide open more than you should because the yeah. games are held together, not even with duct tape. It's just <laughs> like string that's barely, barely hang on. Elastic bands that have been uh, used yeah extensively Ooh, yeah. there's like the the little like the tiniest little bit of elastic still keeping it intact yeah when you're stretching it mm-hmm. yep yeah I, I yeah it's got a lot of tension it'll be it'll be okay <laughs> but yeah yeah no i completely understand what you're saying and yeah like speaking of xenoblade and shulk um <laughs> i i'm <laughs> really feeling my <laughs> my first game is smash 4 and this game is probably close to the Super Smash Bros. game that I have the most hours and maybe Ultimate recently beat it out. Uh, mm-hmm. But Ultimate has just ruined it. Ultimate has just ruined playing Smash 4 because it's it just made a better game. 100% agree. <laughs> it's, it's just like a superior game. Yeah. Ev- every Smash Bros. game uh, outside of Smash 4 
has kind of its own unique feeling that people yeah. can come back to. Smash, like 64 is the first one. Melee has yeah. a huge community. Brawl is vastly different from everything else. And then mm-hmm. Smash 4 is... Smash 4 is just Smash Ultimate, but worse. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much just like Smash Ultimate beta. Yeah, it's so crazy because like... it when you go, When you first start playing Ultimate, you don't really notice any like a crazy difference and yeah, it's only it when like you a, go back that you see like how a regular much smash game it's so weird going uh, back how it's, i don't know how to like <laughs> they just like tricked you they bamboozled yeah. you into uh not seeing smash bros the same by like even just like the way they had like the weird um i don't remember what it's called but the way they do knockback and ultimate compared to smash 4 oh yeah it, it just goes, like looks weird fast. now yeah, and it's just completely thrown off only Smash 4 somehow, even though they did it for all the other games. All the other games still look fine to me. but Because they have something to present. I think so. And it's such a yeah. weird dilemma. Yeah. yeah, the only thing Smash 4 actually has that's unique, that's remotely unique, besides a garbage classic mode, is <laughs> Smash, Smash Run and Smash Tour. That's that was true. literally it. And, like, and the okay. better ones locked on a handheld. Yeah, the better one's yeah. locked on a handheld, and the other version just has the most playable controllers ever. Yeah, but I think that... personally, the <laughs> only thing that Smash Four has going for it is it's kind of like Ultimate, but has the Green Link design, or at least a good one. Twilight uh, Princess Link, let's go! Link. My favorite. <laughs> but yeah, but, it's uh, so weird how it's. Just I agree like... with you there. It's just uh. the game just doesn't feel relevant anymore. <laughs> it's yeah. not like well because it, like it is brawl actually you know it has a story mo- it has subspace emissary but yeah, more importantly those renders says like mario graphics in 2012 yeah <laughs> i don't know why it's just brawl is uh, well brawl has a nitty-gritty kind of feeling to it so mm-hmm. it seems unique from the rest of the games I... and then you have mm. well you have melee and smash yeah. 64 being the tourney stuff so i think yeah updates might have kind of been like might be a good reason that it's hard to come back to it as well like i feel like if brawl had wi-fi updates that like fixed its glitches and balances and balanced the game out that would kill that that would kind of ruin it like i feel like smash outside of subspace the thing going for it is it's uh it has like such a like, you can see a Twitter clip of Meta Knight zero to deathing you, and it's like, whoa, I wouldn't see that <laughs> in any other Smash game. Where in Smash 4, anytime they had similar things, like weird glitches that could become fun, they're patched out quickly. Yeah, that could have uh, been there so, much longer. Well, you, except you for... Have... <laughs> except, for uh, except for two very specific there's, fighters. There's two fighters who... It's, yeah, <laughs> but it's so weird, like... It's almost like uh, until it's like they they spent so long just kind of flattening out all like the wrinkles that gave it personality. And then right at the end, just give it two really obvious wrinkles that just make it look kind (laughs) of ugly now. They're like a bunch of wrinkles is kind of cool, but two big wrinkles and then just a flat sheet of cloth or whatever this metaphor is going for is such a weird thing to be living with. Because like, remember in... I don't know if you do. 
like uh, in the first patch of Smash 4, if you're charging Pac-Man's forward smash and then pause the game, he just floats off screen. And that's kind of funny. Oh my gosh, oh, yes. that uh, I've Google not it. heard about that in a long time. That, <laughs> yeah, that takes me back. That, to say. it was patched out almost immediately, and it's it's like I don't know. It just feels like they they up. stripped all the personality out of Smash Four and then plopped it with two like huge anchors and let it sink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let it sink so that ultimate could rise. Hmm. That's the thing about ultimate though. It's just, I mean, Ultimate kind of had its own identity of being like a, a new game every single update, every single wow. big major this patch. Game feels worse than before. <laughs> <laughs> like, remember, yeah. like version one point um, Ultimate with like Glass Cannon, Pichu, and uh, well, Ultimate Monado Shulk. Here's the thing: actually Ultimate, usable Ultimate, rule. Actual is okay rule. Yeah, you had cannon. You had cannon Pichu. <laughs> cannon Pichu no longer no longer glass. Not as mm. much glass. Too much cannon. Not enough glass. All right. Transparent aluminum. A transparent aluminum Pichu. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hope you got that reference. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think I did. I'm gonna be uh, on Kaiserwood. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I'm kind of worried. I don't think they're going to make another game. Like they're not gonna make ultimate but with more characters they're mm-hmm. probably going to do something they're going to reinvent the wheel or something but but what- it is kind of funny where i think if they do <laughs> just make ultimate but bigger uh it will just do the same thing where it kind of sweeps ultimate under the rug and it's such a weird way to design i mean yeah it's just a strange way to design video games because it's not like I mean, after you play mario galaxy you can never play mario sunshine again you can I go mean, back to Mario Sunshine. With a lot of game, fighting games, actually, how it's just, hey guys, look at the shiny <laughs> new version. Let's play it, and people flock over to it because it's the shiny new version. Yeah, that's really what happens with Guilty Gear. Uh, from like, oh look, you have Guilty Gear Exert Rev. Let's go to Rev Two because it's the shiny new version. Hmm. It's it's kind of sad to see because I, yeah. I don't know. It feels like you you lose yeah. out on funky little bits, and that's kind of like. I kind of think Melee is cool that it's able to. uh, I don't love the game, but I do think it, yeah, the fact that it's kind of able to keep its wrinkly self and didn't just get completely run over is is a neat way to go about it. Yeah, I find that that also true with, um, well, I I think Kaiser knows more than me, but certain versions of Street Fighter 2 have been able to hold their grounds even past the newest version of it the so-called newest version mm-hmm. in that sense yeah like and the thing is there's only like three-ish games that have like that are still being played i would say competitively but mostly to this day uh championship edition because it actually features every character in uh with in street fighter 2 before uh super uh, mm-hmm. Super, not not Super Turbo, like Turbo or Dash in Japan. Okay. Because, of course. And then you get to Super Turbo, aka the one people at, like, everyone plays because it's the Street Fighter game, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, we kind of um, aimlessly deviated off our original topic here. Um, <laughs> but I'm kind of hopeful that we have a decent segue here. Uh, oh. Kaiser, is your second fight? Is your second game 
a fighting game by any chance? Surprisingly, no, not at all. Oh, oh okay. wow. What I is it? Like, I see fighting games a lot, but the thing is, a lot of the time I'm like, I do have motivation to play some lower titles. Just the other day, I was playing some 95 and 96, actually. Yeah. Despite hmm. how obviously dated they were, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's in, it's, well, in the, it's in the it's in the name, right? You'll, give you'll us the it. deets. What's your what's your second game? What is that second game then? All right, I gotta hype it up a little. It's a game that you're not super familiar with. A game that you probably that you may have heard from me, but haven't actually like uh, really looked into it. It's Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn. Okay, uh, I'm gonna have to look that one up to remember which one it is. It's the, I, it's I, the, one, it's the second Mike? game fight. <laughs> I knew you were. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. I haven't yeah. heard you talk enough about Radiant Dawn though. Oh, it's yeah, Ike. Yeah, well, the the other game of Ike. The other second game, game of Ike. Ike. Second Ike. Muscular Ike. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, muscular. Yeah, it's like one where he got a little bit on juice. It's like no. Prepare yourself. I have to say about Radiant Dawn is that oh, it genuinely still is one of my favorite viral games of all time. My second favorite, in fact, only one game has. If it weren't for like FE Five, I would not have put i would have put radiant dawn at the top but mm -hmm. in terms of scale and also like gameplay right the game is really 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 good it has a lot going for it i just feel like i can't play it not because of the scale but because of how rating it feels to get past certain sections now mm. if i fans that mm. have heard of or have played F uh, Rainy Dawn we all know about the Dawn Brigade like the first like the first part it's not I, I actually like it I think it's great for what it does uh, but in terms of character power like sometimes getting through the first part of the game is little feels a little grating compared to the later to like the next parts where you have this high level of character power and balance and utility all around, right? Because mm. you got, you got, because part two, you got, you get some characters back. It's like, yeah, they're actually really, really strong. Part three, you get Ike and the gang back. You can finally play as Ike. Like, and okay. then mm -hmm. you realize, and it's like, Damn, all these characters, but what about everybody else? And then you oh. realize that not a lot of people really get that uh, availability factor. It feels like sometimes it's lagging behind, right? The game and the characters. It's just, it doesn't it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. Interesting. Uh so like um you get characters and then they're like locked behind story reasons like and you can't use them again is that the yeah think of it like how yeah you have your main pokemon team right i i'm using i'm trying to like yeah i relate to you 
<laughs> like, he explained in Pokemon terms, right? Just like, so he had Explain RPG a team. in Pokemon terms. I don't understand. Okay, can you explain in Fortnite terms? <laughs> Nah. <laughs> now, what Guy happens who's only is that... seen Boss Baby. This is giving real Boss Baby vibes. Yeah. So, Oh, dear. what happens is that you have your main team of Pokemon. Oh, that's great, right? Oh, you, oh, you get to the third gym leader. You're given a new set, a new team that you have to use. It's like, oh wow, that's crazy, right? For for the rest of for like the next x five gems, and then to and then to like the champion, like you're almost at the champion. Hey, here's your old team back. <laughs> and okay yes yeah, so that that is definitely weird because you can't That is very weird. yeah yeah it, i can definitely see how that's annoying it, it, the thing is like it kind of bounces back and forth, right? I I, I do think the maps are still fair. They're, they're balanced in a way that's actually fun. Well, it kind of kind of the parch system does, I would say, hurt. It enhances the game in most parts, but hurts the game in others. yeah no that makes sense But All yeah, as right, much as Nathan. I love FE ten, I I, I I highly recommend it for anyone interested in FE, but it's just. Sometimes it's hard for me to get back into it. Yeah. Wow. Mm hmm That's fair enough. All right, Nathan. Let's 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 hear it. What's game number two? Well, this was a tragic one. Um, Oh. this is a game that I've never actually beaten yet, and it's it's also one of my favorite games from my childhood, and even today, Oh my god. I've never bothered beating it for whatever reason. It's also another RPG. Oh no. turn-based Oh. RPG. Oh no, Golden Sun. No, 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 no. It's a fan-favorite GameCube title. Oh no. Pokemon Emerald. No. No, Well, okay. I do have Gale of Darkness, but no, I, I don't play that. It's uh, Paper Mario, The Thousand-Year Door. Ooh. Oh. Interesting. I can't say enough about how much I love this game. But I have never, ever beaten it. And I've never, ever bothered to go back to it. To finish it. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just, it's always been, like, at the front. It's it's always in my head. And then I'm like, wait, I could just be playing this instead. And I just never think about the game for, like, a couple more weeks. It just comes And it, up at the wrong time. it comes up every wrong, every single time. Yeah, it comes up at every wrong time possible. Huh. Fair enough. Yeah, Like if that's I had all the time in the world, then I, yeah, then maybe I'll play it. But once again, it's just this is more of a time thing. Without having enough time, I don't think I I'm able to actually devote some time into this game, even though it's not as long and as gargantuan as um, the Xenoblade trilogy. It still kind of feels like a big commitment, and I I don't know. It's it I I really like the Paper Mario series. It's just I don't wanna I don't wanna I have this I don't have this temptation to I have this temptation to just go away from it for whatever reason. I can't even explain it. Like it's Yeah. it's just like I could Oh. be playing something else, but I also enjoy this a lot. I definitely have a couple games like that. In fact, it's kind of similar to my third game. Oh But gosh. I'll <laughs> but I I feel like I've given you like 30 seconds. So I'll uh you you can keep talking about your game. Well, I mean, everyone already knows about what 
thousand year door plays like uh, there's nothing there's nothing more i can gush about it because everything that people like i also like i like the progression system i like how the combat's designed i like the story all the character interactions uh, i like the exploration and the item system everything about it uh, even the collectibles are fun because mm-hmm. they actually they actually help you in the game Damn, it's, it's amazing it's crazy <laughs> But at the same time, I I don't know. It could just be because it's uh it's just stuck on GameCube. Maybe that's why. Like if it was if it was on something more handheld like my Switch, maybe I'd be playing it more. Just <laughs> your door port. You're saying that want... into like your Nintendo microphone, like your direct connection to Oh yeah, yeah. Mr. Nintendo. Yes. If it was on the Switch, I would I'd buy it. If only it was on the Switch, yeah. <laughs> if only it was remastered make a, make a seventy dollar port. I would mm-hmm. still buy it. I would still buy a okay. Well, not seventy dollars, but I'd still buy a sixty dollar port of this game and play it to death. <laughs> if only it's... someone was to add GameCube to the yeah, Nintendo always... Switch Online membership. If yeah. only someone was to make an HD remaster, just like they did with Metroid and Pikmin. <laughs> I I say seventy because we're because where are you from? USD to wrong. It's um, it's uh, it's eighty, it's eighty bucks Canadian for a sixty dollar game, sixty sixty American. Yeah, mm. sixty dollars in right and eighty dollars in wrong. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thousand year door. I haven't been spoiled too much about it though, thankfully. Oh. I, I know. I've only seen like a glimpses of you know, like a bit of a plot twist here and there. I've seen a picture of the ending cutscene, but I still don't know how the story plays out. Which oh, that's I'm actually, actually that's very cool. I'm very glad for it. Really I, I, it still gives me motivation to go back to the game and play it. Well, that's... don't read the potential comments on this video. Uh-oh. I probably, might... I probably Uh-oh. won't. Malicious <laughs> <laughs> Something malicious is brewing? Something malicious uh, is brewing. Someone's going like, like, to type out like a 10-page essay. Can't say that on the internet, because then some, some dastardly fiend <laughs> will show their face. Mm. I'm gonna type. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna see. Uh, I'm gonna like pop into the comments and see this ten-page essay or this ten-page essay of the whole plot just the of the script. Game. Yeah, just the whole script of the game, the whole transcript of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So this is the part where Mario dies. <laughs> yeah, he. That's oh, actually no! how the game ends. Damn, damn that's, you, Kaiser. <laughs> so, you well, of all people. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm. I'm worse. All right. I. <laughs> I will. I will actively be worse about spoiling games. All right. Hmm. <laughs> I. Hmm. I kind of feel bad for leaving myself to be last because this game's really anticlimactic. Uh, my third. My second game is Spider-Man: Web of Shadows. So. This oh, wow. game, it came out oh, in like 2007, wow. 2008 for like the that Xbox, Wii, and PlayStation. Yeah. I loved this game as a kid. It's one of the only games my dad has ever beat. And I watched him beat the game and I really wanted to play it too. And I'd play it all the time. And then I yep. turned like maybe 13-ish. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I need some money. I need that EB game dollar. So what do I do? What? What? How do I get this EB game dollar? Easy. Let's give away some video games, and one in that one of those games in that pile is Spider-Man: Web of Shadows for the Wii, and I give it away by like a three-dollar copy of I don't know, like Just Dance or something, 
and yeah. that and that's it that <laughs> and years later i am regretting this choice actively because you go and look at <laughs> for web of shadows on anything and it is expensive um but i finally find a copy for the wii like i had before and i boot it up and it is ugly <laughs> oh Hi. oh man it is not the game you want to get on the wii i have to say because like you look at the 360 and stuff and like you actually have pedestrians walking around Whoa. and like actually a decent city but wow man getting this game in my hands after playing spider-man ps4 and play and trying to play it with a Wii remote and nunchuck because it doesn't let oh. you use anything else. Oh, and that sucks. You're, you're banned to these two controllers. Oh. And the city looks like a PS2 game. And there's like no, like the, 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 they simply can't handle an open world with pedestrians. So there isn't going to be any. Or if you wanna... there are. They have like an incredibly low render distance. It is an abysmal experience. <laughs> you you want to know what's even more? You want to know what's more ironic about that statement? What's more ironic? What what could this possibly be? There's a PS2 and PSP version of this game <laughs> that oh. it's actually that's actually made for those consoles. <laughs> I tr- I've oh man I think there's Xbox 360 as well and I have been wa- I I need to oh, get the, my hands on it because it's an actual PSP. playable. Yeah, I would love to play like an actual yeah. working copy, but I imagine PS2, yeah. PSP is about the the same it's... quality as the Wii. Oh. oh, no, you'll be surprised. It's actually a different game. Oh, title is with it? the same title. Yeah, oh, it's, it's one the... of those situations. It's a it's a 2.5D side-scrolling beat 'em up. <laughs> of course, yeah, that makes sense. Imagine but... if they put the Wii version. On... Oh, I mean that probably would have changed the whole situation for you. <laughs> but well, I, I wasn't an Xbox owner until the Xbox One came out, so I didn't have the chance to <laughs> uh, to play it on an actual workable hardware. I'm surprised. Maybe that's my the reason my dad doesn't play video games is because he played Spider Man: yeah. Web of Shadows on the Wii, and he's like, "This, I, I can't play anything like this ever yeah, again. This, this was a business." Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's like. You have to. I think it use requires motion controls to like swing and do web oh, zips. Oh, that is painful. <laughs> and whenever you see see a clip of this game in action, it's like someone on the 360 doing yeah. the most absurd combo on this like poor symbiote. And mm. I'm like, oh, I wish I could do that. And it requires like <laughs> conductor skills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's a. Uh, not a great experience. I bet I could beat it if I want to, but ugh, not not a recommended experience at all. Yeah, I think it's one of those uh, games also that they kind of don't let you buy anymore too. Like you can't get this on, you can't get the 360 version on like Game Pass or something. Ah, uh, so yeah. Uh, good luck in getting this game. <laughs> I, luck I, if you're... On, I think I'm saving my money for Spider Man too. I think I'm not, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're probably better off getting the Insomniac game. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, this game, Web of Shadows was made by Treyarch. Wow. I did I, not I know that. I do seemingly Whoa. remember that. I did not know that. I knew that I knew surprised. they made the older, the older Spider-Man games, but I did not know this was their last Spider-Man game. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I think it's supposed to be one of the better ones. The last on, good like, the Spider-Man good... game. 
Oh yeah, people <laughs> love this game. People love to wipe shadows. I've heard. I I think it's very like there's just a couple cutscenes that I remember because like you can pick good mode and bad mode, and so good you beat up like mode. yeah, like you beat up Wolverine, and at the end you're like, what do you do with Wolverine? Spare him, and then it's like good Spider Man, kill him, yeah. and it's like evil Spider Man, <laughs> evil uh, screwed up Spider Man, and. And I, and if you pick evil mode, you like rip him in half because he's Wolverine. Oh, he heals. Uh, but they they don't show it. They just show Spider Man holding him up, and then he grunts, and it like cuts to black, and you just see an obvious one Wolverine model, um, like his torso up, uh, yeah. and the rest of him is just off screen. Oh so my it's just god! Obviously, that's a full Wolverine metal, model. Actually. That's a, that's that looks that sounds hilarious. Actually, <laughs> it's, it's just a full Wolverine model cut off. Like just the camera cuts it off at the waist, and then a second Wolverine model in front of him, and it's just the legs <laughs> down, uh, like shaking a little bit. <laughs> oh man, walk it off. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, if this game wasn't on the Wii, I would play it a lot. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Big. Filtered oh. by. Oh, man. Filtered, filtered by, by hardware limitation. Changing <laughs> yeah. your impression of the game. Changing your dad's impression of the game. <laughs> man, that, yeah. that, that's rough. But hey, at least you got to experience the game in general. <laughs> I Yeah, I didn't beat Better it. But nothing. I was able you to. Beat it. I did not beat it because I couldn't get through it. But I, I did. It was it was the same as I remember it. I think I stopped yeah. on like the same mission I stopped on as a kid because I couldn't figure out how to do it, and I, I knew yeah. how to do it now, but I was now too, I was too bored to continue. Too it. bored, so yeah. It's just it's cut me off at this specific point. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I think even though we've gone through all of our games so far, mm-hmm. uh, I think we all have maybe a couple of honorable mentions we want to bring up. Oh, I don't have yeah. any, but go off. Okay, uh, my honorable mention, my first honorable mention is probably Breath of the Wild, because I mean, obviously I'm still playing Tears of the Kingdom, and mm-hmm. playing that might feel I'm I'm a little scared that Breath of the Wild might feel a little primitive or you know outdated. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm also very de- like I'm not I'm not sure if that's entirely true or not, but you know I'm I'm not finished Tears of the Kingdom or at least 100%ing it yet, so. Mm. That game can wait. Uh, my second game, or at least a pair of games, is uh, the Mario Plus Rabbids games. Interesting. Um, yeah, okay, I, I like them, but you know, that's they don't really connect to me the same level that like Xenoblade and Paper Mario do. You know, they're they're fun. They're fun to pass the time, but uh, I don't think I can like commit to them that much. Um, as as fun as fun as their story is, uh, it just doesn't seem like uh, something I'd be wanting to play every day to complete, you mm-hmm. know, play to death in that sense. Yeah, yeah, they're just like a game that you don't. It's one of the games you don't come back to. Like there's yeah. some games that don't age great, some games that have been taken over by others, and some that just only really work as a one time experience. Yeah, it's not it's not on my priority list. Not in that regard mm-hmm. uh kaiser do you have any honorable mentions Ooh, there's only really one honorable mention hey that's it that's actually hades like games oh fun. Game's great fun. game <laughs> game's great game's great uh yeah. no, i'm not feeling it right now Age he's later, not feeling it just, 
Mm. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I yeah. kind of feel similar with um, Enter the Gungeon. Uh, yeah. Love that game a lot, but I feel like other roguelikes just do just a little bit of something different. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the easiest game to pick up, but I feel like it will be probably one of the last roguelikes I actually complete. <laughs> it, it does feel like it's that. also very hard <laughs> it's not easy so that's also ah. probably another reason it just, just takes, you try it takes more for only. oh oh dear thank you for joining us to discuss games that we don't feel like playing we would love it if you could follow us on twitter slash x and friends listen to future episodes on spotify apple podcasts and our other podcast platforms join the community discord server to continue today's discussion and we'll see you next time on the switch clicks podcast <laughs>